What's up, fellow Marvel fans? This is the Watchers Podcast, and my name is Tyler. And my name is Clay. Thank you for opening up this episode, Tyler. We are the Watchers. Of course. This is a podcast. We break down everything Marvel. We're talking the movies, we're talking the shows, and we're talking the specials. We're going to answer a couple of your guys' questions. We're going to give our opinions, and and we're also going to give our thoughts on just the whole spread of the spiel. But before we get into it, tell me, Gonzo, how was today? Uh, Day is good. Mm. Feel nice and energized. Mm. It's a Saturday. Mm. It's a... Nice 25 degrees outside. Oh, so so that's hot. A lot warmer than it was a week ago, for sure. About a week ago. Week ago. Anyway. (laughs) Um, uh, But yeah, overall good day. Um, I'm excited to, you know, just have a nice chill Saturday. Yeah, man. yourself. Um, it's been a good Saturday so far, you know, um, made myself some breakfast, had some Italian chicken sausage, couple of eggs, a little fried potatoes, um, you know, feeling good, nice and full, feel fresh, did a little workout, um, watching, watched some CDL today, so far nothing crazy has really happened, there's been a rocker surge type thing going on, that's kind of nice, but outside of that, um, yeah man. I'm really excited to uh, bring everybody this episode. So tell me, Gonzo. I am too. What are we covering? We are covering episode two of Echo, 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 Echo. Yes. Yes, we are. Yeah. And uh, you know what, Clay? Why, man? Unless you have any... Uh, any... <clears throat> Thoughts, facts, and stats that you wanted to throw out? I think we just dive right into Act 1. I, I have a quick thing, actually, if you don't mind, before okay. I dive into Act 1. Um, in our previous it. Echo episode, we were talking about um, the actress that portrays Maya. Once again, I'm not going to say her name yeah. because I don't know how to. Her last name is Cox. I know that much. It's like okay. Alaquia. I don't know. I know that's not right, and I'm, I'm so sorry. Mm. But I was saying yesterday – or not yesterday – our previous episode when we recorded that how she is truly deaf in real life uh so it's nice yes. that they got her to portray that one thing i forgot to mention is she actually has a prosthetic leg as well um so they really, really? built the character around her which i thought was really neat you know so oh, that's, I, that, yeah that's dope i wanted to clear up I on that as i was editing i was like why didn't i say that like i what so just yeah. uh inform the people about that as well but well, it's kind of cool that you kind of throw save a fun fact. You yeah, know? yeah. Why not? A little little yeah. pep, little pep step right there. No, I say. Yeah. Um, hey. But yeah, man. Outside of that, I'm ready for Act One. Yeah, I am too. Let's oh. Get right into it, brother. Let's get into it. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Episode two starts with the Choctaw people in Alabama playing stickball. The blue team is losing, so they call in their cheat code of a player to help. We find out the stakes of this game are whoever loses will be banished from these lands forever. Both teams are fighting over the ball in a huddle when the main woman on the red team has a vision of the first Choctaw people and her hands begin to glow, just like theirs. After the vision, she is able to scoop up the ball, front flip, and score the game-winning point. Maya wakes up to a light alarm alerting her that the front door has been opened. She checks her phone and it's Biscuits, her cousin, telling her that he brought her some supplies. 
My asks if he's ever taken the work truck off-roading, but Biscuit says that Grandma would kill him if he ever did that. Maya asks him if he can go back into town to grab her some specific supplies. And when Biscuits asks if it's illegal, Maya just hands him the money. Mm. Biscuits go to the pawn shop that Maya's grandpa Scully owns and picks up some supplies, including an angle grinder and a tiny camera. Chula, Maya's grandma, is helping set up a market and planning where booths go when someone asks, someone says, sorry, that she must be very busy now with Maya back in town, which is something that Chula did not know. Biscuits goes back to Maya to drop off the other supplies, and she says that they should go for a ride together, which makes Biscuits a little bit uneasy, but decides to drive anyway. As they drive, Chula goes to Henry to speak with him about Maya. Henry says Maya is just passing through town, and Chula tells him that she better be, since Biscuits is very impressionable, and Chula doesn't want Bonnie's heart broken again. As Chula leaves, she tells Henry to help Maya stick to her plan of passing through town and to not cause any trouble. Biscuits pulls over on a bridge and asks Maya what they are doing, and she tells him that they need one more thing as they exit the pickup. And that right there, folks, is going to be Act 1. Great job. Great Act 1. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, first thing I wanted to talk about was stickball. That's a crazy sport. Yeah. Especially for the stakes played. The stakes um, being played is crazy. Uh, pretty nuts. Yeah. Um. Is that an actual – do you know if that's an actual sport? It is because – It's kind of like a mixture between like uh, lacrosse and a little bit of football in there. That's – I literally in my – when I originally were, was writing the script, I said lacrosse and then I did some research and they used to play stickball back in the day. Oh, okay. But very similar note to what you said is – one of my notes is uh, the break-off of stickball looks absolutely awful. It reminds me a lot yeah. of lacrosse, which also sucked, but at least they had some rules. <laughs> Stickball, they're letting everything fly. <laughs> Stickball, they're letting everything fly. It's crazy. It's nuts. Especially when they're in like that little uh, puddle grabbing the ball. You yeah. smacking their sticks. Dude, your shins were oh. just going through. Your hands and your shins, your feet. They're not wearing shoes. Like, yeah. oh. That's a that's a tough sport, you know? And uh, the the cheat code of a guy. Yeah. I don't know if this could be racist or not. I don't think it is, but he kind of looks like the rock. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like a young rock. I, uh, threw me off. Have you ever seen a bench warmers? Yes. Uh, With the, uh, the, uh, what's it? The The Dominican guy. Yeah. Yeah. Dominican guy. Yeah. And they're like, let me see your ID. And it's just a paper that says I am 13, but he's like drinking and smoking a dart. (laughs) Like that's exactly what it reminded me of. That's a great. That's a great movie. I haven't watched that in so long. Mm. Um, and then this is a short act one for me. But the my final thought <coughs> on this show because I know you and I both love them. Um, when Maya wakes up to the fire alarm, I was watching the show at night. Okay, mm-hmm. love the flashbangs. Uh, yeah, right off the rip. Yeah. Um, I had to close my eyes. Oh, it kind of felt like what we were doing last night <laughs> when we were in the hallway. Yeah, at like 3 a.m. Pitch black. And Clay flickers the light. Just, it yeah. feels like we just got flashback. It, it was rough. Yeah. Uh, but that's all I got for uh, Act 1. Okay. Well, um, something I've noticed since uh, you know I've watched a little bit ahead here is that the, the Marvel Studios logo has changed. 
And I wanted to say in this mm-hmm. episode specifically, I really enjoyed it. it kind of gave off this gritty sort of vibe. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm into that. Um, I think it, it's like their Marvel Spotlight logo in a way, even though they have the Marvel Spotlight logo. But this is like a different. It changes. Alternate version. Yeah. So that's why it I. Does change yeah. Um, like episode threes is also really neat. Um, the intro to the show itself, I also thought was really cool. It kind of gives me some mm-hmm. like great value James Bond vibes with yeah. like just like the random stuff on there and the music and I don't know. Like I just just sort of recently watched a James Bond one, so I kind of saw that correlation there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I have a note about that. Oh, okay, perfect. Um, yeah. And just to let everyone know what Maya made um, Biscuits go get into the store or go get some more supplies for her, she needed four mm-hmm. rolls of duct tape, 15 glow mm-hmm. sticks, 9-volt batteries, a small lantern, a drill, a sledgehammer, some carabiners, climbing rope, a harness, sealant, and Vienna sausages. So, in case everyone... If anybody was ever curious, He's just hungry after. I, I mean, He's I'm working up an appetite after. too. You know what I mean? Just thinking yeah. about that. I appreciate you getting the the shopping list because I was confused when he had grabbed the trill that was on a rack and it had a full battery in it, mm-hmm. and he just turned it on. <laughs> I feel like that'd be pretty unsafe. Yeah, you know? agreed. Agreed. Like a little kid comes in, presses it. Mm. Lawsuits are coming in. Yeah, yeah, lawsuits yeah. Are coming in. It's people are parents are unhappy for sure yeah. <laughs> um if i didn't watch forward this this would make a little bit more sense but because i have i'm gonna still gonna state this but i already know the answer to it um henry is talking to vicky before chula comes in and is like hey we need to talk so since vicky and henry are co-workers vicky being henry's employee um I can imagine since Vicky sent the text about I know the, who the king killer is, I got some info on him. Do you think that Henry is going to backstab Maya because he's yes. working with Fisk and he's working with Vicky? He's talking with Vicky. You think you think Henry's um, gonna hit hit I Maya think, with a little? I think he is. Uh, two reasons. One, um, it's affecting his business. Fair. So, you know, when you play with somebody's money, it's... You don't you, get, you don't play with people's back end. You, yeah. You don't pe- play with people's pockets. Yeah, man. You know? Yeah. And then also, um, I was going to... I'll go in depth about it later, but Maya is talking about, like, she's doing this because she's doing it for power. Basically, like, exactly what kingpin's morals are mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. so it's and i don't think he likes kingpin either and he henry basically said it to him, like you henry yeah mm-hmm. so he basically said like you sound like kingpin mm-hmm. so he's gonna find that annoying as well so i don't see any reason why um he would be on our side later on in the show okay that's mm-hmm. fair yeah um and my last point that I got for Act 1 is that Chula is just giving off the most heinous vibes known to man. She's a paranoid mother. You want to talk about a, a nightmare mother, but... blunt rotation? Chula's a part of it. Yeah. You know who isn't? Yeah. Scully. <laughs> Scully's vibes all day. 
Yeah. I'm a big yeah. fan. Chula, I'll take her on my eggs and potatoes. Count me out, though, outside of mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Huh? Had that this morning. Little green pepper. But that's Cholula, one and the same. Anyway, <laughs> that's, what, that's what I got for you, though. <laughs> All right. Well, let's dive right into Act 2, shall we? Let me zoom in because I'm blind. All right. Maya downloads a tracker for Biscuits to track her and jumps off the bridge onto a train, scaring Biscuits in the process. Maya Maya notices some guards protecting Container and knows that's her target, so she continues to push forward. She climbs underneath the train to get access to the bottom side of the container, then secures herself in. She then drills a hole into the bottom of the container and uses the camera to check the place out. Once she realizes the coast is clear, she cuts a small hole into the base of the container to get inside and opens a crate. Biscuits is still tracking Maya, and against his better judgment, he takes the truck off-roading to keep close to Maya. Once she is done inside of the container, she seals the hole back up and starts to escape. She jumps over the train's car links, and her prosthetic leg is caught and crushed. Maya has a vision of the first Choctaw people, and her hands begin to glow, giving her the strength to free her leg. Once freeing herself, she notices that Biscuits has gone far, far enough away to the point that the tracker is no longer serviceable. Maya starts grinding a hammer against the train's wheels to reveal her locations to Biscuits, and he notices and starts driving towards her. Maya leaps into the bed of Biscuits' truck, nearly escaping death. Zane receives the contents of the container D9X and tells some grunts to open the box as he leaves. The box is rigged to explode, which destroys the entire warehouse. Henry gets a call about what happened with one of his containers and heads over to the Fisk shipping to make sure they didn't do anything wrong. Henry is informed that it was the container D9X, which he knows the contents of, and texts Maya saying they need to talk now. They need to talk ASAP, nah, Sam. ASAP, rock. Ha. Great job. Thank you. Um, okay, I'm going to start this off with a question for you, which you kind of answered in episode one, but I feel like we get to see it a lot more in this episode, so that's why I wanted to wait. Yeah. Do you think the lack of sound would help you lock in, or do you think it would make things worse with not being able to hear your surroundings? Um... I'll put th- I'll put it this way, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll give a little personal experience, a little throwback. Okay. Even though it's kind of the polar opposite, but it's too much noise to where I have to zone in. You know. So back in the day when I used to play Fortnite, okay. Fortnite. I used to go. Yeah, I used to play Sniper Shootout, and I used to blast EDM music, so I wouldn't be able to hear anybody coming towards me that's near me mm-hmm. so I, my senses would lock in you know okay my eyes are looking all four corners of my screen mm-hmm. so i think her senses would be a little bit better her zoning her in you know so do you think so uh, i so i think i think her not hearing anything yeah would help her uh be more aware okay and her uh, okay and lock in. yeah so for you it would make things worse, is what you're saying. No, it, it, I think it would do the same for me as well. But it was just, it, I just, 
just using that as like a polar opposite because it's so much noise that it's basically I can't hear anything. <laughs> okay. You see where I'm, I'm going with this? Sure, sure. Um, I'm not hearing my enemy's footsteps. I'm not <laughs> hearing the, the environment around me. I'm just hearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, all right. Um, so I'm going to kind of go on a little bit of a spiel here. So, okay. you know, if you guys, if you guys don't like my voice, go ahead, skip ahead about 60 seconds. Um, okay. I personally, at this point in time, did not fully understand the whole hands glowy stuff. Uh, so I yeah. went to the wiki, looked up kind of the uh, abilities that Maya brings to the table. And this is what the wiki has to say. So okay. for her abilities, she has a concert, she is a concert level pianist. Um, just, that's just there. She's a graceful dancer, a master martial artist. Echo is an expert in various forms of martial arts, including those practiced by Daredevil and Bullseye. She learned various different techniques and methods from studying different martial artists in the action slash martial art movies, such as Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, and Jet Li. She's a master acrobat. Due to watching tapes of Daredevil's performance, Maya is proficient in the field gymnastics and aerobatics. She is an expert marksman. Due to watching tapes of Bullseye's performances, she's an expert marksman, capable of throwing objects of almost any sort with phenomenal accuracy and sharp shooting. She is proficient in weaponry. Due to fighting and watching tapes of various different martial artists, such as Daredevil, she is skilled with both single and double billy clubs used in the Erskma-like fashion. An excellent swordsman with both single and double katanas and is a master of using both single and double nunchucks and possibly other weapons. Her weaknesses, human limitations. Echo still has all the natural limitations and vulnerabilities of an ordinary human. While she can perform great physical and intellectual feats, she's incapable of duplicating an ability or skill that requires superhuman effort or capacity. Okay. And then my last point here for that all that is that additional attributes. Um, she's deaf. That wasn't uh, already known. Being deaf yeah. poses a significant challenge for Echo in combat situations. While her photographic reflexes allow her to replicate physical movements flawlessly, her inability wow. to hear leaves her susceptible to attacks or movements that rely on sound cues. Sneak attacks, distractions, through noise, or strategies dependent on auditory signals can catch her off guard, giving her opponent an advantage. So that's kind of what she brings to the table. Unfortunately, it really didn't answer anything to do with the glowy hands. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. And then, excuse me, my last point for Act 2 is I get how the main area of the warehouse explodes because there's a bomb. But tell me how a quarter mile left on the opposite end of the building, it also explodes. It feels like Michael Bay may have had a hand in directing this episode. I'm just like, just make everything explode. A lot of explode, like a lot of explosives in there. I mean, it is their armory, so maybe. But yeah. I mean, I'm thinking That's there's a, there's some backdraft. There's they've got yeah yeah I don't know. There's some thermite secondhand man in there. Maybe you know I don't know. Yeah. That's what I, that's what yeah. I have for you today. Okay. Um. Well, I was gonna kind of touch on that point as well with her powers, but first things first. I'm the realist. She says, "Yep." Um, he, she points at the moon. She says, it's almost a full moon, so you can see me. Okay? And then she was like, he, 
and he's like, uh, and she jumps on the train. How is he? I mean, given this is a, a show, but I don't know if you're seeing a, a, a train still going by from that distance, you know, and she jumps on a speeding train. I don't know if the moon illuminates that much light for you to be able to see that. I think that's more of like a uh, Native American like heritage thing because they used to use the moon at night to like track animals and everything. And they obviously pay a lot of homage to like their culture, you know, with like yeah. uh, the things that she wants for her leg and like uh, the stuff that mm. Chula's doing with the markets and the beads and stuff like that. I think it was more of just like paying homage to the culture that it was like it's an okay. LED light shining on me you know what i mean yeah yeah um i'm actually happy that you brought up the native american heritage and the ancestors and all that stuff because that helps me with the points that you were just talking about um with her powers Mm -hmm. um or she's just seeing things yeah i i I just wrote a question it says maya have powers or she's just seeing things um and i honestly think like I kind of touched on it a little bit on episode one, but I think this is just her. I know Native Americans really connect with their ancestors. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just paying homage to that. So she's just getting those type of flashbacks with her ancestors. Yeah. Um, and just feeling um, them run through her body. Yeah. Well, we find out in act three that um, Chula was able to track her bloodline all the way from the to the first Choctaw yeah. people. So yeah. I think it's like the the OG the OGs of that uh tribe yeah. are running through her mm-hmm. body so she she gets yeah. those like things, those callbacks. Exactly. Yeah. Um and another thing uh about the train scene when she jumps into the truck mm-hmm. and he's probably I don't know 50 yards from that wall. And right when she jumps onto the truck, mm-hmm. he slams the brakes and yanks that. Mm-hmm. First thing, first things first. I'm the realist. There's two things, okay? One, she jumped in the trunk. One, she's getting thrown out. She did get thrown out. Trunk. No, she was hanging yeah. on the truck. No, there's no way she can do that. There's no possible way you could hang on a truck that was going... I mean, a train usually goes, um, not a bullet train, that type of train would say 80 miles per hour. Would you say? Maybe I'm built different. I feel like I could hang on. There's no way. I think, I I think I could. But she's hanging, she wasn't even hanging by like the, the trunk itself. She's probably hanging by like the hitch. Oh, if it's a hitch, I feel like I have a better chance. I don't know, dude. I really don't know. And then second, well, first, okay. Well, the second point, <laughs> that truck is flipping, okay? Because one, it's it's not a road. It's a ground. It's really bumpy there. So when you turn and you hit one of those bumps, it's doing a couple uh, rolls. Low know? center of gravity. It's a truck. It doesn't really have that, low, that much low center of gravity. It's not lifted. It's pretty low to the ground. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'm not a fan of that. I can see where you're coming uh, from. Yeah. And then uh, when she goes to, what's his name? Scully. Scully's goat. Uh, to fix her leg. Um, 
kind of crazy that when he makes it for her, he doesn't tell her that it makes noise. You know? Yeah. I feel like that'd be kind of messed up. Agreed. But I maybe he I mean he doesn't really know exactly what she's into. You know what I mean? He doesn't know that she's out here just breaking laws left and right, killing people. Yeah, but I think that's a common courtesy. I, agreed. You agreed. Know? No, absolutely. Like, if you have something in your teeth, I'm not gonna like leave it there. You know? <laughs> that I'm is fair. Say, hey, you got something in your teeth. I mean, yesterday Gonzo plugged me. He said, "Hey, man, you got some whipped cream or some cold foam on your nose." I said, "Man, you're the goat. Yeah. Thank you. Wiped it off. Good to go." Yeah. So, I don't know. I think no, that I, well, it's not like she can hear better, it. Better grandpa. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. She can't hear it. It'd yeah. be kind of yeah a good idea to let her know. Hey, hey, honey, let me hit that with some WD-40 real quick. It's squeaking. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have WD-40 in that shot. That's what I'm saying. He's everything known to man. Facts, but not WD-40, including government cameras. Yeah, small cameras, which is nuts. Yes. Um, but that is all I have for Act 2. Okay. All right. Well, why don't we jump into Act 3 then? <laughs> all right. <clears throat> she opens her phone to show him what she wants her new leg to look like, and she sees Henry's text, ignoring it for the time being. Scully starts working on a temporary leg so she can get around. While he does that, she sits around the store and replies to Henry, saying they hit her, so she hit back. Henry tells her that Fisk and his men will know that it was her. But Maya, being as cool as a cucumber, tells them they can't do much when their armory's melted. <laughs> Scully finishes the temporary leg, telling her the real leg is going to take some time to make. Maya notices a statue on the counter and picks it up. Scully tells her that that was the first of the Choctaw people. He also tells her that her grandma was able to track her roots all the way back to the first Choctaw. She puts it back and tells him, to tell her when the leg is finished. Trula is doing the postal service in a different car since biscuits didn't show up for work and the truck is damaged. Mm. He drives past her with a bumper dragging, taking it to a shop for it to get repaired. Biscuits uses a CB radio in the shop to announce he is selling his mint condition PS4 for 125 bones to pay for the damaged truck. Bonnie overhears the transmission and replies asking if everything is all right. Biscuits thinking on the spot, tells her that he was driving on some back roads and was distracted and there was some trouble. She asks about the trouble. Biscuits then goes back on his word, saying that him and Billy Jack are okay and that Maya is okay, revealing that Maya's in town to Bonnie. Mm. Bonnie is stunned and keeps asking about Maya, but Biscuits end the conversation before he reveals anything more. Maya's back home when Henry arrives, asking if she understands what she did. She says that she has a strategy and if, that he, if he isn't with her, he's against her. Henry doesn't pick a side and instead tells her that the only job he has is to clean up her mess, and then he drives away. Bonnie texts Maya, but she ignores it. Maya is now in her feels and decides to shoot her own swing set and starts having more visions of the Choctaw people as the episode ends there. All right. Bang! Three, brother. Hey. Um, first thing I wanted to talk about, I know I jumped ahead on the the... The leg making noise. <laughs> apologies for that. All right. Um, well, let's slide once. You get one. Yeah. Uh, when the only scene I've liked so far about Biscuits is when he's driving by mm-hmm. uh, and Chula sees him and mm-hmm. his face when he drives by. I thought that was pretty funny. That okay. was a good scene. Yeah. 
I'll give him that. Okay. Um, crazy way to sell your PS4. Uh, have you ever heard of Facebook Marketplace? That, offer up. Agreed. Craigslist. Any Craigslist. <laughs> social media. Yeah. Um, but you're going to a auto shop and using a radio to sell a PS4. Maybe some trucker uh, wants it, you know? Yeah, pretty nuts. Um, and then kind of basically my final thought on this episode itself. It, it, it was just an interesting episode. And honestly, I don't think I was a fan of it. Oh, wow. With you. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, Iskits is not not really it for me. Not really a really? good side character. Yeah. Billy jo- Billy Jack's a goat though. Bork. Bork. Um and uh the the most like when Scully's in the shop and the it's it, the most unnecessary like the white couple comes in. And it's like they're trying to portray it as like racist when they're like talking about uh their Native American stuff. They're butchering the language. Oh, this is in the I, beginning I really, of the episode. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't see why that would even make the final cut because I think they're trying to make it funny. I didn't chuckle. Huh. I didn't mind um, it. I thought it was kind of nice. And then I honestly didn't really like the uh, I didn't like the Walmart version of a James Bond slash Mission Impossible scene on the train. And we didn't even get to see her plant the bomb. Um, and then like, I don't know. I, I would like to see more of her motive on why she bombed the war- the warehouse, even though she shot Kingpin in the face. I think that would be good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, like we've seen Kingpin, but to be honest, we really haven't seen him do anything besides order a hit on Maya's dad. That's basically it. Okay. All we've seen really of him is just walking around being a large man. Okay. Well, we're two episodes um, in. You know, you gotta. You yeah. know, your expectations yeah, no, seem just, like they're. Yeah. The, the, I, 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 I know. I'm just saying on my thoughts on this episode, it's definitely a change. But, um, and then I'm pretty sure she wants to take over the family business from episode one, is what she was saying. So blowing up the warehouse is basically losing her money. So I, I just don't see the game plan here. You know. I think. I think. F- for her. When she's blowing up the warehouse, she she still thinks that Fisk is dead. So she's like, okay, the main guy's dead, but someone's going to rise to power since he's gone. So she needs to cripple the entire operation. And what better way than to blow up their armory so they cannot devise attacks on her. They can't sell their weapons to make money. It's, it's crippling their business. And then she can rebuild from that when she's in power. Okay. Because, like, at, uh, Kingpin may have died, but then it's like, okay, who's next? Zane is going to take his spot, and then it's just, like, back to square one again. So it's better to cripple, demolish that whole Fisk operation and all of his men, and then for her to build her empire from the ground up. I don't know. I feel like she could have done it so much better. Okay. Well, that's that's fair. Keeping the armory, you know, and maybe fi- fighting the man next up. But then there's going to be a, there's always another guy next up. Yeah, but if she beats them, you know, she's 
basically in the family. Kingpin considered her family, you know? Yeah, but then she killed Kingpin. Like, that kind of... (laughs) I feel like that... Those uh, uh, cross each other out. Kingpin probably would have done the same thing as well. The only reason why Kingpin... People listen to Kingpin is because he's just a dangerous man. And if you betray him, he's going to kill you, you know? Correct. And he probably would have done the same thing if he was the second man up to another person Mm -hmm. above him, shot him, and took over. I don't know. I also, I also don't think that Maya is trying to take over the business, personally. I think she's just trying to cripple them because she was backstabbed by Kingpin. So she's I'm like... I'm pretty sure she was kind of saying it um, when they were up on the water tower. When her and Henry, Henry were up in the water tower. She's like, somebody needs to take over. Basically, like, kind of saying it was... She, it wanted, she wanted to do it. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I personally still don't think that she is. I think she's just trying to demolish the thing that, that screwed her life over. And I think she may do something different. But she can't do something different knowing that the the whole establishment that ruined her life is still operating. So she needs to go and destroy that right. for her vengeance, yeah. you know? I see. But I can see where you're coming from, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, good, good, good points. I, I can't blame you for that. I can see where your head's yeah. out there appreciate it thank yeah. you yeah yeah i'm not frustrated i'm just kind of the information i've gotten from episode two you've gotten ahead i'm kind of sticking with when we do an episode i watched episode so i like don't have any um extensive knowledge on it but you know we'll see yeah <clears throat> we'll change it up eventually you know we'll have to get oh, dialed yeah. in a little bit more but mm-hmm. is that what you have for act two or act three i'm so sorry that is all I have for Act 3, brother. Okay. Um, well, once again, I have watched Forward, so I kind of already know what it looks like. But yep. maybe get your thoughts on this. I'm excited okay. to see what Scully is going to cook up for Maya for her new leg. What was her her reference point? I feel like it has to be something crazy. You know what I mean? It's going to be painted. It's going to be, uh, you know, um, shock exorbitant. Oh. Maybe have a couple weapons in there. Okay. Interesting. Possibly. Okay. I don't want to answer anything because I've already seen it. Um, and I don't want to give away your spoilers. Or it's, or it's just a foot. <laughs> no shin. It's just a bar and then foot. <laughs> yep. Just a foot. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> spoilers. It's not just a foot. <laughs> Um, and then, I mean, a lot of my, uh, points rack three are, are pretty minuscule, but, um, Biscuits is driving through town after the damage done to the pickup. You couldn't like tape the bumper up. Yeah. Uh, you just scraping it against the concrete just doesn't seem. How many rolls did she ask for? Four. You know, could have just you like, think? hey, can I borrow some of that duct tape? I kind of paid for it, so it'd be nice. I, uh, Actually, no, she yeah. did, but still. Yeah, yeah. Ag- agreed. Um, it, is Biscuits acoustic, you think? I uh, After the whole bumper dragging, I'm, I'm kind of leaning on that. He's very impressionable, you know. Sound like the PS4 at an auto shop. 
Hey man, you got, I mean, he had to make the sale right then and there. He needed the money for them to do the work. I can understand where he's coming he, from on that. Well, he didn't make this. Did he make the sale? No. No. Yeah. Okay. Didn't work. It didn't work. No. Um, and then to kind of what I said about uh, Act, I think it was Act Two, maybe Act One. I Henry at this point in time still makes me pretty uneasy, especially with that end conversation yeah. that he had with Maya. Um, it he he still makes me think at at this point in time when I was writing this that um, you know he may betray her. He may he may be scheming yeah. something which I'm not a fan of. And yeah. to conclude off this episode, why is shooting the swing set? the answer there i don't know i really don't know i didn't i was gonna write a thought on that i couldn't think of anything to say i just don't that's that's probably what i should have said like what what's the answer i think i think she was going through the same thing that you were going through when you missed your putt and to uh and pga tour and decided to throw your controller against some bricks it's not really an answer but it's a way of exerting frustration um, actually I uh, punched my TV screen. Okay. Yeah, this is a couple couple years back. This is, I think, 2017. So I'm a little more mature now. The the rage stays inside. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, but I punched my monitor. Yep. Actually, not monitors. A TV, TV. screen in yeah. my my living room. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then I had a uh, pretty nice controller. Let's say it's a hundred dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. I. I used to play baseball when I was younger, so I would say I have a pretty good, uh, pretty good arm. Okay. I just full power right into the fireplace. I remember that one. And it, it explode. It was like Legos. It was. It was. It was cool to see, but was. I was pretty bummed because I couldn't play any more PGA. Um, because I was lacking one tv screen and one controller <laughs> and essential two essential items for playing video games so my my player in golf was just standing there over the putt for an eternity yeah that was a rough one that was a rough one a lot of uh lot of rage moments back in the day for me back in the his a. i'm past those i'm past those days though i mean you scream a lot still but i do not I do not. I will disagree with that, but that's okay. I don't um, scream. Every once in a while, I will. But it's not, you know, it's not extreme to what I had it. I, I would go through, I don't know, a headset every two weeks. Well, the screaming week. is different than breaking something. I'm saying you no longer destroy stuff, yeah. but you do be screaming. I don't scream. Okay. I don't scream. Okay. Um, <laughs> maybe not in the Have past. I screamed in this house? No, because our internet's so bad you can't play video games. But when you're playing Rocket and you and you lose a 50 or you get dunked on or your teammate doesn't really rotate. Screaming. I'm just. I'm, I'm your voice goes louder. from here like to here. Nah, I'm, I'm like, going to disagree. I'm going to disagree. I'm going to disagree. I'm fucking what the fuck is that? I don't do that. I'm going to have to disagree with that. Maybe we do a little mm-hmm. interview with our close friend circle, see what their opinions okay. are. Yeah. Um, with that being said, I do think that's what we have for them today, right? Yes, we do. 
Quick little summary of Echo yeah. Episode 2, something light. Gonzo, mm-hmm. on the fence about this episode. He kind of wanted some more. Can't say I blame him. It was a little bit more of yeah. a dialogue, slow-paced episode. I will say mm-hmm. this much. Everybody, wait until next week when we break down Episode 3. Things are on the stove. They be getting cooked. That's all I'm going to say. I think Episode right. 3 might be, it's going to be up there for you. You got me excited now. I, you got me excited now. You enjoyed you enjoyed episode one, right? I did. I did enjoy episode. Episode three is a pack a punched version, in my opinion. A pack a punched version. It's it, oh, they, they spent five thousand points on COD zombies. They put in an M sixteen. They got out a skull crusher. We're talking full auto with the red lasers, and we're talking the noob tube. And yes, I'm talking about Black Ops One Keener to Toten. Of course I am. What else would I be talking about? The goatiest of goat maps when it comes to COD zombies. Don't talk to me about DeReese. Mm. Don't talk to me about Dyrise. Don't talk to me about, about any others. I'm not here for it, okay? Mm. What, are you mm. going to say Nuketown mm. where you have to wait for the perks to drop every six rounds? That's horse. That's horse. Forget about it. Forget about it. The Giant? Yeah, maybe, maybe that's an OG, but I don't like Lincoln the Teleporter. That's not for me, okay? That's all I have to say. I'm on the time. I got a minute and a half to run across an entire map when I got zombies spawning in on me? Huh? Mm. That's not fair. That's not mm. fair. That's all I'm it's saying. Not fair. Not to mention the song and Keanu Toten when you get the three Easter egg rocks. Bangs! That's all I'm going to say. Anyway. Wow. Uh, <laughs> on that one. Wow. Uh, why don't you guys check out the socials? Uh, we have a... Sh- should we give them a little teaser on what, we, what maybe would be, be, be happy happening on the socials here yeah. shortly? We're going to be yeah, cooking up a couple uh, clip exclusive videos for you guys. Something fun. Yes. Something fresh. Um... Get to see a little bit more of us, maybe a little bit more HD mm-hmm. quality. Maybe mm-hmm. we're talking, maybe we're talking 4K. Maybe we're talking 60 frames. I don't know. Forget yeah. about it. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, be on the lookout. Watching this on Apple Music, Spotify, all those other streaming platforms. Those clips won't get to you. They You're will not. Have to come to our either YouTube channel, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Or TikTok. Or the talk. Ones. You're gonna have. Yeah. You're gonna have to. It's a little bit of work. But I'm not going to apologize. I'm not yeah. apologizing for that. You know what the I'm saying? The Graham Insta. Yeah. The Graham Insta, yep. The Book of Face, possibly. The tick. Yep. Yeah. The Book of Face. Yep. Um, or the Tube U. Yes, the Tube U of the yeah. Orts. Um, yeah. But yeah, thank you guys so much for hanging out. Uh, <laughs> this, this outro is running. <laughs> Way too long. Uh, We've been the Watchers. Peace. Peace. And Buck Grease. Buck Grease.